Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. you date me a podcast where me nicole buyer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though you could uh jizz in all of my candles and let it harden and tell me that's a natural candle <laughs> i would still date you my guest today ooh, what a treat he's an emmy award-winning comedian and actor you know him from children's hospital ballers hot tub time machine and the unicorn it's a rob codry wait I- did i see your no, Cordry. Cordry, yeah, you said it right. Cordry. I yeah. said Cordry, and then I was like, I think I'm saying it wrong. I should have confirmed before I, I started. I heard Cordry. I heard Cordry. I think we're oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, thank I God. I mean, you'll hear about it on social media. The the oh lord, the cords wow, cakes out there. Those are my. I that's my fan base. That. The cords cakes. <laughs> There's two of them. They're my dad and There's my mom. There's two of them. <laughs> How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. It's so good to uh, it's so good to see you. It's nice to see you. I haven't seen you since the last time I did the unicorn. That's right. Yeah. What a fun show that was. Well, uh, yeah, it's a bummer, you know, <laughs> that it that they that they uh, they couldn't afford it. I guess is what they said. Um, oh. It was probably your your fee. Yeah, I asked for uh, $762 million that's to do lot. an episode. That's a lot. Um, that's just my rate right now. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, well, if I mean, you, no. you can't ask for less than your, your quote, you know? Yeah, because then people are going to pay me less on other projects. And I need to make a billion dollars a year doing, mm. you know, guest starring stuff. Keep up the lifestyle. Guest starring roles. <laughs> you need to make a that. <laughs> Well, that's the way to do it. Seventy about seventy six million. <laughs> um, Rob, you are married, yes? Oh yeah. How long have you been married? I've been married. You know, it's funny. I was trying to figure that out before uh, <laughs> because I'm always wrong. I know it's it's. I want to say twenty years, which means it's probably nineteen. Oh, so do men always round up? I always round up. Well. In my relationship, I I've always rounded up, and my wife finds it infuriating. But I, but I'm I just love it. I like I like <laughs> I like the the time span to sound as long as I feel. You know, like Aww. I feel like I've been with her for decades and decades, 
and yet it's also felt like a sort of blank. It's it's great. Oh my god, I want someone to talk about me like that. You will. That's you will. So we'll talk sweet. about it. We'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. But first, I want to know how did you guys meet? So, oh boy, can I tell this story? <laughs> can I tell this story? Uh oh. To leave out a couple details. Okay. Um, I, I was with my friend Falcon. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it includes a dude named Falcon. You might know him. Uh, yes. UCB dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, was, we were in New York. We, I was living in New York at the time. We went down to the library bar to meet our friend Phil. And Phil, we walked into the, the bar and Phil was making out with this uh, chick at the bar And it was sort of like that moment where, what do they call it? That kind of Spike Lee focus where you- Yeah, it's a a moving track shot? No, not a moving track shot. Maybe maybe that's what I was thinking of. I was, it was like, it felt like I'm not moving, but but it looked, I don't know. Anyway, it was a moving moment. Yeah, it's where the person isn't moving, but the, the, they're moving, but they're not moving. The background is moving. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, it felt like that. And I was like- whoa who's that and he and my and falcon said that's phil i was like no 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 who's (laughs) who's with who's with him and and he was like she's with phil (laughs) and i was like not for long man (laughs) and uh yeah sure enough i um i uh we we met at uh then we really formally met. She doesn't really, we don't, she didn't really remember meeting me. It was very quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met at a part. Falcon actually ended up throwing a party at his house just to get us together. What a good friend. Oh, my God. He he orchestrated this whole entire thing. Oh, my God. What a dream. He orchestrated the whole thing. He actually, and then in the meantime, kept telling me that, sh- that he told me that she wanted me to come to the party and he told her that I wanted her to come to the party. Mm-hmm. We, you know, it, neither of us had said anything. <laughs> and uh, and we got together. We were with each other for a little bit. We, we, we weren't with each other for a little bit. We, I, I was leaving the next day after mm-hmm. that party to go hike the Appalachian Trail. Oh. Yeah. Because I had to get stuff out of my system. A former girlfriend had to leave that behind. We had a rocky breakup. Uh-huh. And I felt like this had potential with, mm-hmm. with Sandy, my wife. And and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I don't expect you to wait around. This is going to be a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But it'd be great if you did. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I walked off the trail, like, with a clear head. Called her and we went out on our first date. Okay, so when you, what is hiking the Appalachian, Appalachian, Appalachian? Appalachian Trail, yeah. What's that like? Tell me about that. It's a trail that runs from, geez, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a way down south all the oh, way I up to Maine, up to oh, the tip okay. of Maine. It, is, it does, okay. Yes. I was going to do uh, no, uh, New Jersey to New Hampshire up to the blue uh, white blue oh white mountains, and you know where sort of my family is from uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, originally. And I got as far as Massachusetts and <sighs> the the Berkshire Berkshires, and then I started to see scratches on the bottoms of the trees, mm-hmm. meaning those are bears looking for bugs. Like it was all oh, over the place. So I, I was thought like, it was people trying to get up, and they were. <laughs> Yeah, I always had to look. I had to look for snipers. <laughs> a lot of snipers in the Berkshires. No, I'm uh, deathly afraid of bears. They're the sharks of the land, <laughs> and uh, I don't trust them. And you know what? You can put that in the podcast. Okay, it's in. Cancel me. I don't like bears. I don't. Like I can't them. believe you don't like bears. There's the Charmin bear. There's Winnie the Pooh. There's uh. <laughs> 
Smokey the Bear. What have they There's done There's a lot us? of kind bears out there. Smokey the Bear's propaganda, man. <laughs> he will eat you if he gets the chance. No, he's trying to keep things from getting on fire. Yes, so he has the space to eat you. Mmm, fair. I didn't see it from that perspective. Yeah, that's right, because he's sick of eating bugs in the Berkshires. But honestly, Smokey would be for fire if he was going to eat you because the fires could cook people Oh, I guess bears eat raw people. They don't care. They eat raw people. They eat raw people. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think I've ever heard it said that way. Uh, But yeah, raw people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I also don't know if I've ever heard it that way. But like, yeah, people aren't cooked. They're raw people. They're raw. He can't be eating raw people. They might be better raw. Maybe. I don't know. Would you ever eat a person? Well, you know, have you heard those stories about how like a friend will lose his arm in an accident and the other, and he'll be like, I'm going to cook up my arm, you guys. No, I've never heard of this. whoever wants to come and and have a bite just to say you've done this, you have my permission. It's not against the law or you have to decide whether it is, it violates your own morality. And Oh, no. uh, And- yeah, a couple of them did, and a couple of them were like, "No fucking way!" And I'm not your friend Wait, anymore. Wait, have you have you ever eaten a friend? I would. I I'd eat. A, I'd eat a friend. I'd you probably would? take a bite. I'd probably take a bite if it were like that. If it were consensual, and mm-hmm. and he didn't chop off his arm for the purpose. But I'd like it to be the butt. <laughs> you well, know, the butt is just isn't that just fat? I don't know. I thought I think it's more like um, do you like sushi? No. Okay. Uh, do you like um, steak? I love steak. Do you know the um, when you get that one or that one piece of steak or turkey that is like the filet mignon? They call it that. They're mm-hmm. like not just filet mignon, but like that one piece of the filet that is just so tender mm-hmm. and almost slow cooked. That's how I think uh, the butt That's how would you think be. Butt would taste like. Yeah, my wife. My wife once said <laughs> to. Uh, my kids, we were, they were like, we were having this, basically the same mm-hmm. conversation and, uh, about like, you know, cannibals having to eat people, you know, the Donner party and, and so forth. And, and she said, uh, yeah, if you're trapped in the woods, if you're, if you're lost in the woods and one of your friends dies, you eat their butts. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> kids were like eight. I mean, that's pretty funny. Although I think if I was trapped in the woods with friends, I think they would eat me first because I think I'd be tasty. Aw. Hey, that's a good thing to think about yourself. Yeah. I'd eat you. I think I'd be really delicious. Thank you. In a pinch? In a pinch? Sure. Thank you. Sure. Um. So wait, you've been with your wife for almost 20 years or 20 years. Well, we've been so- together for uh, for sure for 20 years. Yeah. Okay. But- um, so you improvised in New York, yeah? That's right. And you were improvising at UCB. Did mm-hmm. you ever have any chuckle fuckers? <laughs> What's a chuckle fucker? Oh, a chuckle fucker is a lady who, or a person, who like will fuck a comedian just because they're funny. No. Really? No. I did pretty well in college because I was a drunk and I had no... Uh, 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 moral compass, but um, <laughs> I, but I'm, I've always been, I've always been two things. One, I've always been sort of um, a relationship guy at heart, you mm-hmm. know, and I, it's something about the just, just, just banging someone was like great <laughs> on one hand, uh-huh. but also on the other hand, just made me feel a little empty. Oh, and but I'd still do it. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. I'm not going to get you wrong. I'm not above it. No. But then on the and, and on the other hand, wh- wh- where was I going with this? Uh, the the only reason I ever got laid in my life was because I was the funniest one in the room. Mm-hmm. And so then I got to the UCB and it do an improv. Mm-hmm. And I was far from the funniest one in the room, so I had nothing. <laughs> I had nothing, and I was going bald. Oh, but some ladies. People love balding people. Yeah, it was in a mid stage, though. You know, like it's sure transitional stage. Like uh, mm-hmm. I had this little island in the in, on the front oh. of my forehead, which was not becoming. And and Sandy, my wife, 
The only reason I ha- didn't shave it off because she thought it was cute. Aww. Yeah, I did that for See, her. See, that's adorable. I did that for her. I thought everybody must think it's cute, and that was not the case. <laughs> you look back at pictures like, no, this was not cute. This was, was specifically for one person. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> when did you discover that you're a relationship guy? I get. I mean, all through my life. I guess I never decided that. I don't know if you want. I, I ever wanted to decide I was one thing or another, but. Mm-hmm. But my whole childhood from dating life was always longer term relationships, you Uh. know, with maybe a spattering of, um, you know, one night stands in the middle of it. That's what I'm trying to get into. A long term relationship. Yes, that's the goal. That's all that I want. And I'm trying to figure out how to do it. So, Rob. Go ahead. What? Advice. So you're a relationship guy. So like yeah. what signs should I look for when I'm dating someone that they want to get into a relationship? Mm. You know, it's been so long with my wife. I can only speak for my relationship with my wife. And it's something where, yeah, you just feel the confidence. Uh, that's that's how I felt with Sandy. I just I felt this confidence. I felt this uh the inner voices were quieted, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff kind of got tamped down and um, and and my worry kind of went away. Uh, if, if that could be a sign, um, you know, I, I just I was I find my I found myself leaving her at the train station to go back to her place and then uh, f- smiling all the way back to my apartment you know, so I knew like at that point, who cares if she didn't want to be in a relationship, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I knew I did. And I was starting to suspect early that that this was the final relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, did you ask her to be in a relationship and how did you do it? Oh, uh, it's a kind of cute story. <laughs> we used to have a bunch of us um, used to rent this house up in the Catskills when we lived in New York. And this mm-hmm. was like all these uh, comedy guys. You probably know Husky and Seth Morris mm-hmm. and Jason Manzukis. And we would go there every summer up to the Catskills. And there was this uh, fair that used to be like one of the weeks where they would one weekend would be a, a, t- a town fair or whatever. And um, God, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of it, but that's that which troubles me getting really old <laughs> so we went sandy i brought sandy up to meet my friends mm-hmm. you know and Wait, is this the first time she's meeting them yeah and you brought her to a weekend with them yeah that's ballsy because what if she hated them <laughs> it, it's ballsy and and what if like i didn't think she fit in what if yeah yeah it was it was a test but uh for for myself really i mm-hmm. guess i didn't know it at the time but like i was um we were on the ferris wheel it's like a stupid romance movie i we got stuck at the top i asked her to go steady i said you want to go oh, you want to be my, my no, i said God. i said you want to be my steady girl <laughs> <laughs> and i was saying it to meant cuz i meant it i was mm-hmm. saying it to be funny and she was like, oh, she thought it was like a steady girl, like like it was bye bye. We were in bye bye birdie and and, and <laughs> steady for good. It was awesome. It was it was really That's uh, so cute. Yeah. Now, did you plan on asking her, or this was like in the moment? Yeah. You're like, it was in the moment. I mean, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know like kids these days seem to like not have a problem with. With with discerning what's a relationship and what's mm-hmm. not, what's shipping. Um, we didn't have <laughs> shipping back then. You know, you were. Wait, you, isn't shipping just wanting someone to be in a relationship? Yeah, I guess. But but you can. I guess I. I think I've heard my kids say they're shipped. Oh, they still say going out. Um, that's what we used to say when we were kids. Like. Mm-hmm. Will you will you go out with me? It was like this formal thing. Like you're going to uh-huh. be my girlfriend. I'm going to be your boyfriend. Oh. We're going to hold hands at dances. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. I guess yeah, we're going out. That meant that you were like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know if I say that anymore. Where are I you don't from? Even know. I'm from Jersey. You're from Jersey. 
And mm-hmm. is that what you said when you were growing up? I think that's what I said growing up. And then now as an adult, I think I've just been like, oh, I'm dating this person. So, yeah, but that's a different thing, right? Yeah, I guess dating and going out is different. Yeah. There's so many different stages to a relationship and it's annoying. Here's the thing. If you're like confident about it and you want to jump in and you can't, you don't have a read on the other person, just say, hey, will you want to be my, want to be my boyfriend? You know, mm, just say it that's formally. That's so scary though to be like, be so my what? boyfriend. And so what? What do you have to lose? You all The only thing you have to lose is someone who doesn't want to be your boyfriend, potentially. Wow, Rob. Yeah. Rob, you are dropping gems. Ah, good. My therapist is always like, Nicole, you like to delay the inevitable. And I'm like, yeah, because like things are good. And if you ask someone questions and then they don't say the thing that you want them to say, then you get sad. And she's like, and then you get over it. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. That's... Don't don't you're playing games with yourself. You're mm. like you had too much too much too much thinking about it. It's like if you I, I or or you were thinking so much that you you knew it wasn't right uh, that mm-hmm. that that person wasn't uh, the the one. You know. Yeah, I've only asked one person to be like, "Do you want to like?" be exclusive and they were like yes and then they started dating somebody else and i was like hmm we have different definitions of exclusive yeah all right you got to use um be my steady boy will you be my will steady you boy be my steady boy you're funny you can get away with it yeah and i'm adorable <laughs> and i'll wink at the end i'll be like will you be my steady boy want to be my steady boy um, so you've never been on apps or anything. What do you mean? Oh, like you've never, no, you've never been on Tinder or hinge. What a blessing. I know when it I was is a um, nightmare, it's, I'm so curious about those things. I've told my wife, I want to get on just to see what happens <laughs> on those things. And she's like, don't do that. When I was single, right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were, they were definitely not apps, but there were, there were sites web, you know, like the dating mm-hmm. sites and that was considered the dumbest <laughs> thing in the world. Like only losers did that. Wait, that's what I felt like when I started getting on dating apps. I was like, oh my God, only idiots who can't find relationships are on these things. Yeah, I feel like I feel like people feel that way even when they do it, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like nobody feels, nobody really feels that way because there's so many people on them. So many people, some of the worst people. I don't this understand man, them, basically. What do you I, mean? What I don't do you understand. Mean? I think there's something like um, my friends and I, uh, uh, this group of friends that that we always go on vacations together, uh, they have the same age kids, age kids the same age as mm-hmm. mine. Um, we, uh, we, one of the dudes is this uh, unscripted TV producer and he always runs a survivor. We'll do a survivor. <laughs> and I never know how to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to form alliances. I don't know how to do any of it. And I'm voted out early, you know, because I'm just trying to like win. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so I, it's it's uh, it's sort of like that, you know, like uh-huh. I feel like people, you know, it's. Right? Is it like the well, we t- wait d- dating apps? There's so many rules I don't understand. There's so many. I don't know if there's any rules. No, so, well, that, I guess I have my own little rules. Yeah. So like, if someone messages me and then doesn't ask me out within like three lines or three like back and forth exchanges, I unmatch them or I just don't answer them ever again. Oh really? Because I'm like, I don't want to just go back and forth for an eternity. Let's meet. I don't know what you're actually like through, you know, texting. Like, let's meet up. Let me see if I like your pheromones and your face and shit. Yeah, exactly. No, I like that. I like, uh, I think you're right about that. I, I, um, yeah, because it doesn't seem to be the way it goes normally. No. So like before I started that rule, people would just go back and forth for like weeks and then be like, hey, do you want to go out? And I'm like, I guess we've been talking for like two weeks. Yeah. And they'd be sexting. And I don't want that. Yeah. My friend of one of my dear friends, she's a makeup artist and 
she was just having the roughest time dating. And she said, you know what I should do? I should have you do my um, whatever app it was profile. Uh-huh. And I was like, I would love to. Yes, I'm going to get you. (laughs) You're going to be married in a year. Watch this. And I got on on her phone and I'm looking through it and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, and after no time at all, I realized I have, I'm the last person. (laughs) Like, I, I love her, you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. and could sing her praises, but I don't know if that's the way to go on there. I don't know either. My profile, they whenever it's just like write whatever you want. I'm like tee hee hee. I love to giggle. I like. I don't know what to say. Like how? I don't like when I look at someone's profile. I'm never like ooh they like to ski. I better message them. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I profiles are confusing and annoying. I feel like it should just be pictures, and then you're like, eh, I'll figure it out later. Because. I mean, people lie in pictures uh-huh. so much. How can we trust their fucking profiles? Like, yeah, people you know? be lying. You're in a two-year relationship, and you're like, you said you like romantic walks on the beach. <laughs> We've never been to the beach. Oh, you're you're complaining about this 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 sand. <laughs> Real quick, we got to take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to uh, Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. No. Yes. No. We're back. We did it. We took the break. I've been swiping on the apps and I took some screenshots of some people. I love it. This one man really made me laugh. So on Hinge, they have like little prompts that you can answer. And he, this guy's, the the prompt was the award I should be nominated for. And his answer is the last real man. And I was like, okay. Wow. And then uh, his job, he wrote, Hustler, and then for school he wrote far away. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about and, this dude. And then, no, and then for the prompt is my simple pleasures, and he wrote woman. And then 
the prompt is, I won't shut up about, and then he wrote a uh, dollar emoji, do- like a dollar bag emoji, and then the cry face emoji. And I was like, and then the other prompt is, I'm weirdly attracted to, and he wrote feet. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, you know, I don't want to be out here anymore. No, I hate that's- this. That's ugly, unless he's the most ironic dude in the world. No, I don't think so. I was looking at his pictures, and I was like, this man takes himself very seriously. Let's see it. Let's see. Do you have it right there? Okay, I do. I want to see this idiot. Okay, so that's one picture. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Here's another. No. Oh, my. That's hilarious. Yeah, I think he takes himself very seriously. And I think he thinks he's like cool. Oh, you and think witty. so? <laughs> okay, so podcasting is an audio medium. So this man, he's very like European-ish with like tight, tight pants. Uh, he's lots wearing of sunglasses. a jean jacket with like the sleeves rolled up or something. <laughs> uh huh. Like to his yeah. uh, no. And then he's got this wild bracelet. Look at this bracelet. Don't you? Oh my God! It's too big. Uh, he's a time and you think traveler. It's a watch, but that's a watch. He's a time traveler. <laughs> From what year? I don't know. Eighty nine, ninety. Okay, all right. I love it. You know what? Uh, you, don't you? What's the art of take of 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 of, of your profile picture? Like what? Because I guess you gotta show something that not your best, most beautiful picture, right? But something uh-huh. that really describes your essence well i was told to wear red in pictures because men are attracted to red that's thinking about it too much i think oh i think so i think like i get it but you know you can't hurt sure but like already that's i think too much um Mm -hmm. pseudoscience uh i would I, I don't know if i'm attracted to red i thought it was a weird thing i was like i guess red is like a a color that you're like, ooh, wow, red. But I was like, I don't know if people are attracted no, to it. That's t- too easy a thing to say. That's like men are bolts. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. I think I just you gotta you gotta take a picture that somehow makes you go, and I don't even know if I have in my thousands of photos, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have one. Like, I don't know if I could take one of myself that really captures what I, how I feel like I am. Mm hmm. Uh, so I'll show you my pictures. Yeah, I would love so to see it. So this is that's me great. on the street. Thank you. That's great. Oh, that's, see, that's what I'm talking about. That, that is your, that is exactly you. Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm wearing all the prints, leopard print, a yeah. flannel. <laughs> um, and then, uh, the prompt is believe it or not, and my answer is I just found out I'm five five and not five seven. I've been lied to my whole adult life. This is a real thing. I thought I was five seven for years. That sucks. For like a decade, and then I was talking to Sashir, and I was like, if we're both five seven. <laughs> Why am I shorter than you in every picture? I think you're lying. And she's like, no, Nicole, you're shorter. And I was like, this is lies on lies. And then we measured ourselves and I was the liar. I say you stick with 5'7 because you, your personality, you come off as a far taller woman. Thank you. Yes, I would say, I'm I'm being serious. I I would say, uh, I would say keep the 5'7". Uh, okay. I like that answer, though. That's super funny. I would definitely, <laughs> that would catch my eye. Okay, so this is the next one. Oh, I my God. Show off that butt. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. All right, it's a big swing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I was just like, I love having a, I love my butt. So I got to show the people my butt. You got a great and butt. And then, thank you. That's great. Uh, That one's a fun one. It's me in a split. Flexible. And then the prompt is uh, dream dinner guest. And I wrote the minions. Easy to social distance with them. Them bitches tiny. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I love the minions. I like that. And then I have this picture. Oh, no. Get rid of that one. Get rid of that one? Get rid of that one. Okay. 
You don't. Okay, so, I don't think you want to associate yourself with a dog. <laughs> it's okay. It's very it's funny. It's a side by side of me and this dog where we have the same hairstyle. That's probably a good. Yeah, I think I it's be funny. Like, Look at me, I'm a dog. Different medium. That's for a different medium. <laughs> I I agree with you. That's yeah. a good. That's a very good note. Yeah. No. Um, my childhood crush. That's another prompt I wrote. Captain Picard from Star Trek. Because I truly loved him. Yeah. And then here are my last two pictures. There's like a little selfie in the mirror. Just being you. Okay. And then yeah. there's me. Someone photoshopped me and Guy Fieri at his Hollywood star ceremony. Uh, and <laughs> I love Guy Fieri. Does it? Is it? I can't see from here, but is it very clearly a Photoshop? I think so. I yeah. think it looks pretty clear. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> totally. So, okay, is my profile good, yeah. bad? I would say pretty good. Um, okay, you know, just get rid of that one picture. Just get rid of that one picture. Okay. And the, and the, the, the uh, butt picture just made, I was like, the, the, <laughs> the, the parent in me went, oh, dear. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's, I guess, uh, you got, that's, that's, that's one of, the, you got to do it. You got to advertise the goods. And you like it, so you fuck it. Yeah. All right. I got to give my stamp uh, of approval. Rob, how yeah. old are your kids? My kids are 15 and 13. Oh, wow. Teens. Teens. Oh, my God. Teens are so scary. I'm at the age where I cross the street when teens are walking towards me because they're mean. Oh, always. <laughs> no. High school kids are scary as hell. They're so scary. Do your kids have parties at your house? No. Well, oh. yes. But with kids we know, like they mm -hmm. have their They'll have a bunch of friends over while we're there. Well, the teens in my neighborhood are starting to like like party party where like the cops are being called and like angry parents have to come pick them up. Jeez. Uh, and it's fascinating oh, to out. watch from an outside perspective because oh. like I used to do that shit. I know. Uh, and I was walking my dog and one of the teens was like, I've never hooked up with any guy I've ever actually liked. And I wanted to shake her and be like, don't do that. Yeah. You, you don't have to. You could just like people and and wait and and not waste your time. But then I was like, then you're a crazy woman. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a badge this little of girl. honor. It's not a badge yeah. of honor. I just, I can't imagine being a teen ever again. And no. like. For a while, I was like, oh, boy, I miss being in my 20s. I could drink all night and work in the day. And I was like, whatever. Nah. I, I'm fine getting hungover now. I would never want to go back to being in my early 20s and having to deal with that bullshit of being like, yeah. I don't know anything. And nah. I'm trying to navigate life. There's a reason we get hungover. You know, yeah. there's a, mm -hmm. it's, your, it's, it's your body saying, hey, no more. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this. Don't know why you keep. Why are you doing it now? Why are you putting poison right up in me? I used to. I used to chase. The, I used to like hair of the dog was my mm -hmm. was my cure all. I was uh -huh. like, well, I'm hungover. May as well drink again. The only thing about that is, for me, I have to like keep drinking throughout the day. Yeah, and then it's like, oh boy, I got to keep this buzz going. And then it becomes work. Yeah. It's, it's, you it's know? not fun. That's sort of, sort of why I quit. Like I was, mm -hmm. I just got like, I was like, this is just stupid. I'm, I'm too old for this. You mm -hmm. know, I'm too old. I'm 50. <laughs> that is old. Too old. old. 50's half of a hundred. Old, old, old and wise. Mmm, old and wise. I can't wait to be wise. Yeah. Okay. So here's a question. Go ahead. Say I want to meet someone in person. What's a good like a good way to hit on somebody? There's got to be a way. Let's solve this. Let's really solve okay. this. Okay. Um, there's got to be a way, right? Where you you're you're obviously flirting, mm -hmm. but it is not. It's not not obvious. So it's 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 a move that you're making. Mm -hmm. But it's not perceived in a in a negative way, any negative way. Like like oh, what a cheese ball, or mm -hmm. or she's gross, or mm -hmm. so. That's a really it's a really tough thing. Personally, I never cracked that nut myself. You know. Okay. I would just be funny. 
mm. and and just never use a pickup line, never do anything like that. And and I and I'd hope for the best. And usually it didn't work out. Uh huh. I mean, I guess that's good advice to not use pickup lines because I don't know what pickup line I would say. I guess the only one I really know is, "Did it hurt when you fell from heaven?" <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. My kids have a ton of them. I, I wish. Wait, do they? Yeah, I wish they were here now. I'm in Texas uh, working. Uh, they're. I wish. Um, yeah, they're like uh, they're so stupid too. They're they're <laughs> they're really funny. I could say like, "Is your was your?" I'm just making this up. Maybe I don't uh-huh. know. This might be one. Is your father a carpenter? I was just no, no. Is your father a no. carpenter? No, are you a carpenter? Uh huh. Because you're giving me wood right now. Oh, see. Oh, I guess I could use that. You could use that. You well, could, yes, I could. You could use that, and it would actually be funny. It's a conversation funny. starter because it's like, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> you could use it because it would be funny coming from you. From me, it would be rapey. Yeah, I think it would be just like a little creepy. Yeah, it's too much. But, uh, I don't know, I would laugh. Wait, have your kids been in any relationships? Like, when Uh, do people start dating? 13, you said 13 and 15? Yeah. Is that too young? My 15-year-old had their first boyfriend. (gasps) Wow, Um, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. And they're sort of gender neutral. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, so... It just happened to be a dude and it lasted about three days, which was as long <laughs> as my first that. relationship lasted, too, because you're like, and you know what? It was I I really they I really admire them uh, because I, I I was talking to them about it, why they like. So why did it what happened? And they were like, just realized I wasn't ready for this. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I love when someone is so in tune with themselves that they can make a decision like that. Cause I feel like some people would just let a relationship happen, but I love that they were so cognizant that they were like, Oh, I wasn't ready. So why for something when I'm not ready? Yeah. And, wow. the, and the same thing happened to me. And I, re- I remembered at that moment telling them that story mm-hmm. uh, of, of this, like, asking this girl out when I was in like sixth grade and she was older than me. And, 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 uh, for the dumbest reasons, I wasn't even that attracted to her. I, I cause mm-hmm. I used to see her with her old boyfriend walk by my house with holding hands every day. And I was just like, Oh, holding hands. <laughs> I want to do that. And I was holding her hand after she said yes. And after I was holding her hand and I was like, what did I do? <laughs> you know, um, and so I think, uh, yeah, they, uh, my, uh, my oldest probably had a revelation like that. Like, oh, this is, Ugh. I don't like this. I'm uh-huh. not, I don't, I can't navigate this yet. Yeah. I, I don't think I was ready for a relationship. I don't think I was ready for a relationship actually like up until maybe this year, because yeah. I don't know. I just like, had my own shit going and I worked a lot and I wasn't ready to like move things around to accommodate a person. But now I'm like, okay, the whole pandemic happened. I didn't work as much as I did and I didn't feel like less of a person. I still got things done. I still was employed. So I can work just a little bit less, you know, not, not less hard, but just like a little bit less to incorporate somebody. So yeah, I'm ready and I'm letting the universe know. That's awesome. You know what? I think that's, I think that maintain that. And by meaning, maintain that, I mean, meaning, you know, really like check in with yourself all the Mm -hmm. time uh, and and make sure and, and, you know, always, always be ready, always be Mm -hmm. open. And now I think it's going to happen. And then you'll have to end this podcast. I I mean... Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe the podcast would just turn into, uh, yes. guess what? You won't date me because I have somebody. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, also, I'm like, wait, who am I if I actually have a partner? Because I've made a lot of money being single. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's a thing. It. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, what on earth would I ever talk about if I was happy? <laughs> I, I got married 
got a joint bank account that I still have today. We don't even we have our own money. And then I got my first, I got the Daily Show. Mm-hmm. And I started really making money. I was, I had money from commercials and stuff. I was working mm-hmm. as an actor, but I got the Daily Show and I was like a working actor, like making t- television money. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was, I was, it was half mine. And <laughs> even completely in love with this woman, I was like, I would have liked a, a year. just a year to like buy some dumb shit have a nice time buy a boat and then burn it or (laughs) you know buy nine cars so that when i find the right woman i'm like sorry i already have these cars (laughs) real quick we have to take another break Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com that's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. Wait, you have cars, right? Yeah, I love cars. I'm a big car guy. What kind of cars do you have? Uh, I have a a 911, a Porsche 911. Mm -hmm. Um, that I'm getting rid of and I'm getting the new Bronco that's coming Ooh, out. Ooh, the new Bronco looks sick as hell. Yeah. Are you getting the four-door or two-door? Two-door. Soft top? Hard top. Mm, okay. I can wait. I, I have patience. I can wait. I'm going to get the hard top because, you know, that was the whole delay of the, these things. Mm-hmm. Going to get the, uh, the Sasquatch package. Oh, what is the Sasquatch package? Oh, we're talking 35-inch wheels. We're talking Ooh. about... um. Yeah, we're just talking about, uh, you know, suspension, uh, higher suspension. We're talking about a uh, a rear uh, axle uh, something or other. Um, I like that Bronco, and I might get one when my lease is up on my Jeep, but I do love my Jeep. That's the thing. I I never... I was never a Jeep person, and you're you're either a Jeep person or you're not a Jeep person, Mm -hmm. but... 
in the last couple of years, I keep looking at those Rubicons. Like that Rubic Rubicons are awesome, man. I really like my Jeep. I've got just like a sport. I got the lowest model because I was like, meh, who knows? But then I was fun, like, right? it's so much fun to drive. I yeah. like, and I think it's cute. This is going to be very, yeah, this is going to be very similar uh, drive experience, mm -hmm. I think. And uh, I uh, also have um, a 1978 uh, Datsun 280Z. Ooh. Yeah. That's fun. They don't make Datsuns anymore. They don't make them. They call they them something sure else don't. now. They call them um, Nissan. There's a Mercury Cougar that somebody has on my street. I think it's like a 64. Ooh. It's not a seven. It's like 60 something. And it's so nice. And I can't figure out who it belongs to to be like, you park this on the street a lot. Are you trying to sell it? Do you want, can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> See, the funny thing with those, those, cause I like driving fast. I like precision. I like balance mm -hmm. and everything. <laughs> All those cars look great. They're so poorly made. Like, the, mm -hmm. My Datsun, I got in it and I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my sort of lesson. I learned a lesson like older cars are older cars. This uh -huh. doesn't even have a uh, power steering. Yeah, but can't you change all that? I mean, it's expensive. Yeah. You can like rip out everything and change it. I'm going to so I can sell it and get an uh, older Porsche. Ah, I just got a Mitsubishi 3000 GT. Uh, it's a 94 it's, again, the lowest model package, so it's not super, super fast, but I think I'm going to rip out the engine and yeah. uh, just, do like, redo the whole thing and make it zoom, zoom. Oh, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. This is great. Well, I, kind of. I It's my favorite car as a youth. I would, like, comb through Consumer Reports and, like, pair it back to my parents what was a reliable car. And I was like, the Mitsubishi 3000 GT is a very reliable sports car. It's Japanese, it's got a wide wheelbase, and it's the same thing as a Dodge Stealth. But it is a little bit better performance -wise. Like, it was, <laughs> like, That's I just so funny. As long as you arm cars. yourself, you're, like, you're arguing <laughs> with yourself about the why to get it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I just, I like cars. They're fun. I love them. I, have you ever driven a Tesla? Okay, so that's funny. I've been asked this question so many times because I host, I'm a, I co-host Top Gear America, mm -hmm. um, and I've so I've driven almost all the cars. Have you ever done the Porsche track where you ride uh, with like a Porsche employee and you like go real oh, fast yeah. around the track? Oh yeah, I want to do that so bad. Is it it's fun? Fantastic! It's oh, fantastic. Okay, I'm do it then. You could probably get in there too. You know, you know, because it's kind of expensive. Like I just, oh, it's uh, so expensive. I kind of weaseled my way in there. Oh, you gonna have my publicist reach out? Yeah, I think I think you could get in there. The um, what we oh the Tesla. So mm -hmm. no, because I have no interest. I I think it's a shitty car. <laughs> um, I really do. I think I'm not nothing against electric cars per mm -hmm. se, but I think the Tesla started us off on a road of this just this model that like people are basically building. Teslas when they build an electric car and and why not like we're at the point where why don't we why not innovate these things mm -hmm. a little bit more because this this is see it's just it's just a marketing like ludicrous speed is just marketing mm -hmm. I can beat a Tesla with my 911 <laughs> and in a quarter and a half mile I'll uh -huh. smoke it you know and people think oh it's the fastest car I'm like yeah it's fastest car for a quarter mile <laughs> You sound like Dom Toretto. Uh, I, have you seen Fast and the Furious? No, no. I, I, oh, well, I've seen a Dom couple says, of them. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> so that that's, that's pretty great. Of him. I love Vin Diesel. Oh, I can't stand He's, him. Oh, really? Yeah, you can put it out there, too. Have you gotten to work with him? No, I worked with The Rock, so I'm Team Rock. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Did The Rock tell you stories about Vin Diesel? We don't have to put that out there. No, nah, he was just uh, like, he's a dick. <laughs> That's the story he told was like, he, he goes, you know, you can, you you, mm -hmm. you assume the worst of Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> but I've heard other stories about him. like, And I feel like it's our job as performers to, to warn our fellow performers mm -hmm. of potential speed bumps. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think of it even as talking shit. Although, you know, this is a podcast that not is not listened to only by performers. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, the word's been out on Vin Diesel. I'm not breaking new news. 
you're not. People yeah. have been talking for years, but guess what? That doesn't deter my love for him. I love him so much. He can be as difficult as possible, and I'll still rub his bald head and say, yeah. baby, He's a I handsome man. He's so hot. Oh, he does it yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only reason why I want to drive a Tesla, back to Teslas, I mean, we should get back to love, but whatever. I know, right? They, People are checking out now, you know. <laughs> They're like, oh God, she's on a car rant. She loves, I do, I just love great, cars. Great. I just think they're poorly designed. They look weird. Yeah. They're ugly. They look like they're thank you. Yeah. I think they're very ugly cars. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the ride is very nice. Uh I just they're not for me. There are better electric cars out there, ones that have, you know, followed their own, like the Porsche Taycan is mm-hmm. I've driven that a couple times. That's an amazing car. Ooh. Just because it's Porsche, you know, really designs and builds and thinks mm-hmm. about this thing. And everybody else is just like, what did Tesla do? Uh, okay. They're just trying to mimic their success. And mm-hmm. I've also driven the uh, the Mustang Mach-E. Oh, how new. was that? It was okay. I, I, I liked it. I don't love the design. I'm like, why do we make this into an SUV? It, not even, even worse. Like it's a, a crossover. crossover. It's a crossover. It's, I, uh, you know what I didn't like about it is it's, and this is what I don't like about all electric cars, other than I'm just a naturally aspirated man uh, mm-hmm. in my heart. Uh, that 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 uh, they all um, um, there's so many. It's all you, it feels really computerized. You don't feel a mm-hmm. connection to the car, and I did feel that in the Porsche. But the in in there's so many. Everything dings at me. <laughs> uh huh. There's so many, so much dinging, and that I can't turn off. It's like the car's driving you. Yeah, I don't need the car to tell me that another car is coming up. I have mirrors. I don't need I, anything. I, I don't right? need your like, fucking okay. cruise I don't need control. To, I don't yeah. need the lane change assist. No, I don't like that at all. I can drive. They're making us. It's mm-hmm. dumbing down. It's dumbing down the. The drivers. I agree. I don't even like having that camera, the rear camera, because then I stop using my mirrors yeah. and I just look at that camera and I'm like, the camera doesn't show everything. You got to turn around and look. No, it's a hazard. It's it's unless there's cer- certain cameras that are a little wider, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that ends the car portion of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Will you car me? <laughs> Will you car me? Uh, this man on Tinder, I think I might have told this story on the podcast. I don't remember, but he was like, in his, or no, he messaged me and was like, let me buy you something expensive. And I said, okay, I want a 65 Mustang. And then he unmatched me. And I was like, then why did you say you wanted to buy me something expensive? And then I told you what I wanted. Uh, and then the you wrong unmatched answer. me. That's why. You mm. don't want a 65 Mustang. Yeah, I should have said, give me a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Give me a Lamborghini, Give me a baby. Lamborghini Aventador SVJ. <laughs> you know, like. That's what I should have asked for. I am foolish. Specifics, Nicole, specifics. Yes, I got to be specific. I got to I gotta say what I want and then go for it. Everybody in LA has got a 65 Mustang. <laughs> Does your Is your wife in the entertainment industry? She's a speech pathologist. Oh, what does that mean? She basically taught. She talk good? She's what? I said she talk good. (laughs) I thought you said, does she fuck good? And I was like, that's a transition. (laughs) Oh, that would be so wild. And you were like, I will answer that in a second after. (laughs) Let me get to that. Uh, She, uh, yes, she does that. They, They do a wide speech pathologist do a wide range of things. Her main focus was uh, brain injured patients, mm-hmm. and she would basically teach brain injured patients to swallow oh. again, and to swallow, and then everything from swallowing to talking, and to help organize their thoughts into words. Uh, and then we moved here; we moved to LA, rather, and you know every profession sort of channels into uh funnels into show business somehow mm-hmm. so she did some dialect coaching for a while cuz she realized it's the same exact thing oh interesting yeah and uh and she didn't like it very much mm-hmm. so she hasn't done it in a while so but she's still so she's still licensed but she's not working mm-hmm. right now I would love to work with a dialect I wish I had to like have an accent for something but I'm not good at accents yeah 
But like, I just like want to do it. Have you ever had to do something where you had an accent? I'm doing one right now, actually. Ooh, what accent are you doing? It's sort of Texas. Uh, this guy, I, I never, I didn't actually make a choice, which is good and bad. This guy, I'm playing a football coach in Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, they say in the script that he's Texan, but in real life, it's a true story. In real life, he wasn't Texan. So I just sort of make it like a... I make it like a, just a general Southern, you know, the easiest mm. one to do, essentially. Yeah. Uh, just Southern. Yeah. Just, I'm yeah. so bad at accents. I'm not going to try it. Field goal team. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Get your head Hello, in the game. Hello, everybody. We're doing the footballs now. Get your minds right, football for football. See, that's pretty good. I like it. Is this a movie or a TV show? It's or a can movie. you not say? Ooh, a movie, movie, movie. Yeah, it's called uh it's called The Senior. It's it's actually very good. I think. Uh I'm never right. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I, I like when I work on something that I actually really like, I try not to say it too much yeah. because I'm like, I don't want to jinx it and I hope other people like it. So yeah. I'm not gonna keep saying it. Yeah. I, I think don't know. this I'm movie will be you know, because these days movies don't do shit. Anyway, it's it, interesting. It, TV now TV's is the, the, the place, the to, place be. to be. And I love doing TV. But this is my first movie in uh, a couple of years. But mm -hmm. um, I, uh, you know, that the, the, with all the streaming and theatrical release is not necessarily worth worth it to mm -hmm. to uh, to studios anymore. So. I think what they're going to do is they have a good relationship, these producers, with Disney Plus, and it's a perfect movie for Disney Plus, which mm -hmm. would be a great place for it to come out because it's a good family movie. Oh, I gotta love the streaming platforms, although platforms. We gotta figure out these residues because uh, sometimes I'm like, pay me more money. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm sick of I just, firing all my reps. Pay me more money. <laughs> pay me more. Excuse me, I'm hungry for money. <laughs> I love money. <laughs> I love going to the bank and depositing money. I love money. I love to everything about it. I love to rub it. I love rubbing pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, and bills together. Money, 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 oh, money, money. God, money's great. It's a secret well, to happiness. I think so. And people are like, <laughs> money kidding. can't buy happiness. And I'm like, eh, it can make you pretty happy. I'm half kidding. That's a it stupid saying that money doesn't happy. buy happiness. It's like I money, love buying it helps. Things. <laughs> it helps. Rob, we've come to the end. Uh-uh. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I don't feel like we solved anything. Uh, here's the thing. Okay. I don't know if we can actually solve why I'm single. Yeah. I think, I think it's just a, a time. Like I have to like wait and yes. I have to like, just be open and receptive to yes. love. Yes. That's it. I think that's what I've figured out. That's, that's, that's it. And you know what? It's worth it. If you wait, if you wait for 20 years, you know, mm -hmm. and you when, when you find it, oh, my God, you are going to be so rewarded because I'll tell you right now, don't listen to all these people that talk about marriage. Oh, oh the old ball mm -hmm. and chain like it's they're 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 wearing their bullshit as medals. You know, they like mm -hmm. to show off. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's changed my life. It's changed me as a person. I'm glad I I was there at the right time and open to it. So you're you're you you've set yourself up. It could happen today. Ooh. Well, I do have to leave my house today. Yeah. So go I go to guess. Trader Joe's or something. Go to Trader Joe's. All the great great guys are at Trader Joe's. Okay. I don't really go to Trader Joe's, but now I'm going to. Oh, all all the hot d dudes and chicks are at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods, right? Mm. Okay, before I ask you to uh, what you want to promote, I have an announcement. Okay, so listeners, we're doing things a little different now. You can email your stories or questions to Why Won't You Date Me Podcast at gmail.com with the subject line submission. Um, and I will answer your questions, your queries. I'll read your stories. Uh, you know, 
just mix it up a little bit. I've been doing the same thing for like three or four years. So we're going to have fun. <laughs> okay, Rob, do you have anything that you want to promote? Top Gear America is, uh, you know, since we talked about cars, Top Gear mm-hmm. America is on the um, Motor Trend app and it'll be out on the uh, Motor Trend channel uh, soon. So yeah, why, why not watch that? Also, watch everything Rob's been in so he can get them residuals. I need them residuals. <laughs> oh, wait. I ask everybody this. Would you date me? Uh, absolutely. I would date Ooh. you. You're a fucking blast. Oh, thank you. You, you, bring, you bring light with you everywhere you go. And thank I you. wish the same for you. I hope your light collides with, uh, with some lucky fella. Because, because you were, you were, uh, I looked forward to every day you were on the unicorn set with us. Thank you. Honestly, that was such a fun job. Everyone was so nice. Yeah, it was a great job. It was a great job. And you were so well cast in that role. Thank you. I gotta think it was written for you. (laughs) It did feel like, uh, well, Christine Zander, who was one of the, I think she was an executive producer. She was yeah. one of the producers. She was a writer on it. Yeah. But she, we worked together on something else. So I'm sure once I was cast, she was like, oh, I know Nicole. Let's uh, let's give her this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Watch the unicorn. How about that? Why, yeah, why not? It's probably somewhere. I don't know. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. CBS, Netflix, Children's Hospitals on Netflix. Yeah, No, it's baby. on Hulu. I'm sorry. It's on Hulu. Fuck Netflix. Yeah, fuck Netflix. No, I'm just kidding. It's on. Uh, it's on uh, Hulu. Yeah, watch that. That's a great show. Um. Okay. If you, I'm trying to find, I read these like nasty come ons, and I can't find any. Okay, I f- I found one. <laughs> okay, if you read me something nasty, or no, if you write me something nasty, I will read it. So this person said, "Dear Nicole, I want to take you to dinner at your favorite restaurant, and after I'm going to stuff your vagina." with a full head of chopped cabbage and some salt, because you guessed it, we're making sauerkraut. (laughs) After three to seven days, we will harvest the sauerkraut from your fragrant fanny and put it in mason jars to give to our friends. The origin of this fermented treat will be our little secret. Hope you're not too grossed out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that one's almost as bad as... I think the the worst one I've ever gotten was this person wanted to flip me over and fill me up with soup, and I I don't like that. Yeah, that I one like was that one really upsetting. That I think that that sauerkraut <laughs> one was pretty. Uh... Yeah, because uh, it's got to stay inside for three to seven days. That's a long time. You're gonna get toxic shock syndrome. I think so. They're not worried about my well being. Cabbage should be in there. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. I love you so much. Thank you. I love you. Bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.